Hey there, friend. It's Clarissa, founder of Blossoming Fertility and the host of the Fertility Friends podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Listen, I know the path to motherhood isn't always easy, and you don't have to go through it alone. After experiencing my own fertility challenges, I discovered a passion for helping other women because I believe that everyone's fertility journey is unique and beautiful in its own way. As your new fertility friend, I'm here to support you through the tough times, to encourage you to keep going, and to restore your belief in your body's ability to get and stay pregnant. Grab your cup of tea, get cozy, and join me here each week for education, heartfelt conversations that'll warm your soul, and inspiring stories to help you feel seen and understood along the way. Listen in, because this one's for you, my friend. Hello, my friend. Welcome back to the Fertility Friend Podcast. This is episode number 15, What I Really Think About Fertility Over 35. I know it has been a hot minute since I've been on the podcast, and I just wanted to provide a quick little life update. I uh, had the best of intentions with starting the year off with a bang, um, as we all do. I loved the vibe of the new year and just starting fresh and having that renewed sense of energy. And I had this really grand vision for all the things I wanted to do. And then life hit <laughs> as it so um, aptly does, right? And at first, um, work just picked up. It was really busy. I got assigned to a couple of new projects and that just ended up taking more time than I anticipated. And I found myself falling back into some of the habits that I had previously given up during my fertility journey specifically and relaxing on some of the boundaries that I had set for myself. And because of that, and because of this new pace that I found myself in that did not feel aligned with my values, I ended up getting sick. So my family and I, um, Steve and I, and then poor Kerrigan, she had a runny nose and we all had just these colds for like a couple of weeks. And um, yeah, we ended up getting sick. And so things just got put on hold, right? I had to reevaluate and I was forced to just pause, take a step back, take a deep breath, you know, get better, focus on my health. And um, here we are now. I still feel like I've got a little bit of a congestion. I don't know if you hear it in my voice, but um, that's okay. We're definitely feeling so much better. And I was excited to record this episode because as I record this, actually, it's officially my 35th birthday which it's so crazy to think about another half decade of my life that has gone by. And I will say the past five years have been truly amazing. They started off with us officially making the decision to grow our family because at that point we finally felt ready to become parents. And then after that, we overcame three years of fertility challenges. And of course, along that journey, I felt like I really came back home to myself and I started to live a life that was more aligned with the woman that I felt that I'm just meant to be. I also, of course, discovered a passion for teaching other women about fertility. And then I started this business. And this was also when I got my first positive pregnancy test. I also had that amazing pregnancy. I gave birth to my daughter. And then that five-year period really climaxed in the best sort of way 
as we celebrated my daughter's one-year birthday this year. And I will say that I'm in such a different place now than I was five years ago, and I'm really grateful for that. I'm grateful for the growth that I've experienced and for the woman that I'm becoming, and I'm grateful for the knowledge I've gained and for how my eyes have been really opened to so many truths, especially in the fertility industry and fertility as a whole. And I've just been reflecting a lot on this because just thinking back to five years ago and how I was truly in such a different place with my knowledge, my beliefs, I remember thinking, so when I was 30, that's when we officially started trying to conceive. It was uh, April of, gosh, what would that be now? 2019? I'm so bad at math, but I'm pretty sure it's 2019. And um, I had just turned 30 that February. And at this point, that was again, when I finally felt ready to become a mom and we were just at a good place in our life. And it felt like bringing a child into the world was the best next step for us. And as I've mentioned in previous episodes, I never expected to have fertility challenges, but I will admit that there was a limiting belief that I had in the back of my mind when we first started trying. And as I say this, it's so embarrassing to admit, but I honestly thought that women physically could not get pregnant after 35 years old. I know even just saying it out loud right now, just, it sounds totally crazy. I cannot believe that I truly believed this, but I was also of the belief that if you did happen to miraculously get pregnant over 35, then your baby would likely be born with Down syndrome or maybe some kind of birth defect. And of course, knowing what I know now, this is completely false, totally untrue, absolutely incorrect. And although I didn't know it at the time, I honestly thought that I'd get pregnant at 30 and then just keep having as many babies as possible back to back until I turned 35 because I was trying to avoid that cutoff time frame, right? Quote unquote, my, my cutoff date, which is just crazy. Again, it sounds so silly to say these things out loud. I can't believe I'm admitting to this, but these were literally the thoughts going through the back of my mind and the beliefs that I held at 30 years old. So I guess at some point during my life, I kind of subconsciously picked up some of these limiting beliefs and just maybe societal conditioning and really what they are is false narratives that women were somehow infertile after 35. I have no idea where it came from. I was reflecting back, trying to think if there was a specific incident or a specific comment that I'd heard at some point in my life, but I truly can't remember anything specific happening. The only thing I can think of are just my observations growing up. Because you see, I had a lot of family members, a lot of friends who ended up getting pregnant as teenagers. So in high school, you know, I had very close friends who got pregnant, um, some family members too who got pregnant. So it seemed like everyone around me who was getting pregnant was either very young or in their 20s. So maybe it was like older cousins, right? And I say older who were like in their 20s when maybe I was in like high school, middle school, whatever. But it even seemed too like growing up, none of my friends had, again, quote unquote, old moms. And so I just never saw examples of women in my life who had conceived 
in their later years. Um, and then, of course, I think back, like, there are movies, like, I always loved watching The Backup Plan with Jennifer Lopez. I don't know if you've seen that, but um, that movie or movies like that can make it seem like you have to freeze your eggs or you have to get pregnant now while you're in this um, certain age range because you won't be able to physically do it later. So, yeah, it's just, it's kind of crazy to think back, but I guess these beliefs were just instilled in me from a young age for whatever reason. And the first time that I realized that other people shared these beliefs was an incident that I want to tell you about, a little story. Um, someone we know, he was talking about him and his wife trying to get pregnant. And he said, and I quote, well, we only have a couple more years to try because she'll be 35 and too old to get pregnant at that point. When he said those words, something shifted in me. And at the time, we hadn't actually started trying it. It was probably maybe like a few months before we did officially try. But when he said those, when he said that statement, I, I don't know, I just felt like this inner conflict maybe between what I had witnessed all throughout my life, which is a lot of young women getting pregnant. And that seemed to align with what he was saying. But I also felt that it wasn't true. I, I don't know, something about it. I was just thinking, you know, I'd look at his wife and she was a 33-year-old woman at the time. She's young, she's vibrant, she's healthy. In my head, it just didn't make sense that she wouldn't be able to get pregnant in a couple of years, just because the date on the calendar changed and she had another birthday. Like, I just, I didn't understand how physically that reproductive process would just completely shut off. So I think that was the first piece where I'd actually heard some of these things being spoken out loud and maybe witnessed it personally. And then it just felt off. It didn't seem accurate to me. But then again, too, thinking through how these beliefs continue to be reinforced by the medical world, right? So terms like advanced maternal age and geriatric pregnancy, those are all thrown around so casually nowadays. Gosh, and heck, even when I was pregnant at 33 years old, my midwife called it an elderly pregnancy. Like, are you kidding me? I'm 33 years old. I'm young. I'm healthy. A wonderful pregnancy. Yet I was labeled an elderly pregnancy, which is just, again, so crazy to me. So not only are these labels placed upon us, but we're then treated differently as women because of these labels. If you do end up getting pregnant over 35, doctors are going to monitor you more closely. And there, if there are any complications during your pregnancy, it's almost like they automatically chalk it up to your age versus trying to uncover the actual root cause of why some of those complications may be appearing in the first place. And truly, it just makes me so upset when I start to think about some of these things. And if you're on your fertility journey and you choose to try to conceive later in life, then more than likely you're going to be steered towards IUI or IVF because they assume that you're just too old to try naturally. Women may even make these assumptions on their own too. So maybe you're not being persuaded by your doctor, but again, society has it so ingrained in us that women's fertility completely goes out the window the older they get. And oh gosh, this is so untrue. And 
quite frankly, I feel like it's time for us to shatter these outdated beliefs and stop spreading this misinformation. I, I hope that future generations do not have these same limiting beliefs that we we do or we did. Um, and please tell me I'm not alone in this. <laughs> Maybe I'm the only 30-year-old woman who assumed these things. But um, yeah, it's definitely, again, not true. And there are some facts that I want to share with you in case you weren't aware and in case you shared some of these beliefs with me. And again, even if you do have this knowledge, share it with other people too, right? Share it with um, the young people in your life that are going to start trying. Like we we want to get this, this stigma just pushed to the side. We, we've got to get past it now. Um, but anyways, back to the facts. So the number of women getting pregnant and giving birth over age 30, it continues to increase year over year. So I think my story is very similar to probably a lot of yours too, in that I wanted to try later in life because I wanted to be financially stable. I was focused on my career. I wanted to make sure that we had a home for our baby and I'm trying to kind of check off the boxes and be responsible to get pregnant at the right time. And I think as a society, women are doing this more and more and they're trying to be more conscious about the right timing, I guess, in order to get pregnant and to grow their family, which I think is a beautiful thing. Um, and also too, the average age for first time pregnancies, it's now 27. So that's another number that has continued to go up. I think it used to be 21 at one point too, where, um, women were getting pregnant for the first time around 21. So early twenties, now it's late twenties and it's predicted that it's going to be even later than that soon. So that average age continues to go up. And of the millions of pregnancies that there were in 2020, 19% of them occurred in women over 35. I guess I should have done the math. Again, I'm not a math whiz, but I mean, out of millions, 19% of millions is a lot. <laughs> so there are a lot of women, a lot of women who are getting pregnant over 35. Now, getting pregnant later in life too, here's a benefit, which again, nobody talks about. Getting pregnant later in life is associated with longer telomere length. And longer telomeres are a marker of a long life. So more specifically, the researchers of this study found that those who had who had their last child after age 33 had twice the odds of exceptionally long life compared to those who had their last child before 29. So having children later in life actually extends your life. How amazing is that? I think that's really awesome too, because again, I plan to have a lot more babies and I want to be around for my grandchildren, for my great grandchildren. So heck, if getting pregnant is going to help me extend, if getting pregnant later in life is going to help me extend my lifespan, I, I'm all for it. I think that's awesome. Another fact too, is that the majority of women aged 35 or older have a healthy, uncomplicated pregnancy. Now, going back to that belief that I held earlier, right? That, yeah, maybe you can miraculously get pregnant over 35, but you're going to have complications or it's going to be challenging. It is possible to have a healthy, uncomplicated pregnancy, even if you're over 35. And then, of course, I had to Google this to figure out, well, you know, what's the what's the record? Who's the oldest woman who's ever conceived naturally? And um, a woman named Dawn Brooke actually holds the Guinness Book of World Records 
for naturally conceiving her son at the age of 59. Yes, you heard that right. Five, nine. Of course, this is definitely not the norm, but it just goes to show you what the female body and reproductive system is capable of, right? That's the possibilities. That's the potential. So yes, maybe not a lot of us want to get pregnant at the age of 59, but if you did, and you know, if you're over 40, if you're over 50, it's not physically impossible. It has happened. I, I think back to that example with um, the four minute mile, which I'm sure you've heard this story too, but for the longest time, right? Human beings thought that it was physically impossible to run um, a four minute mile. And then Roger Bannister, he was the first person to ever do it. And then once he did it, once he showed people that possibility, once he showed people that it was indeed physically um, possible, right? Then more people started to run four minute miles after that. And then it kind of just became like a new norm. And that's the same for fertility. More and more women are getting pregnant over 30, over 35, over 40, over 50. There are so many examples of it and it's becoming more and more common. So I think it's about time for the norm and society to catch up with the facts, with the data and stop sharing these limiting negative beliefs that aren't even true. So I will say throughout my personal fertility journey, I learned so much about my body, about how it works, about how my fertility works. And of course, that's where my passion for this work as a fertility coach was really ignited because I could not believe that I had gone 30 years of my life as a woman without ever learning these things about my body. To me, that just felt so backwards and I felt really compelled and called to be part of the change. I wanted to share what I was learning with my friends, with other women, and just get that information out there. Because if I had known these things earlier on, I would have made very different decisions about, A, my birth control usage, my fertility, when we started trying, just so many things. I would have felt so much more empowered had I had this information earlier on, which is why I'm on this mission to spread this knowledge and share this wisdom with others. So of course, after completing a couple of certifications as a fertility health coach and a functional hormone specialist, I also deepened my knowledge even further and began to understand the actual facts based on data and research. So in fact, I'm pursuing a few other certifications at the moment as well, because I just, I love learning about this topic and there are so many beautiful nuances about women's health and fertility and our cycles, and I'm just fascinated by it all. So I will continue to learn and be a forever student in this area. So now here I am today at 35 years old, and I no longer subscribe to the belief that fertility ends at 35. And I am confident that my future babies will be happy and healthy. We're starting to think about and prepare for baby number two. And this time around, I'm just as excited as I was before at the age of 30 when we first started trying. And that ticking of the biological clock, as some would call it, it's faded away because this time around, I'm fluent in my fertility and I feel fully empowered because I understand how my body works and I know what it takes to be fertile. 
I'm confident and I fully believe in my ability to get pregnant naturally, despite being 35 and older. And now I choose to reject those societal beliefs that a woman's fertility ends at 35 or that it drastically declines or that the only way to get pregnant later in life is through IUI and IVF. I know that is absolutely not true. So beyond that, through personal education, research, and training, I know for a fact that chromosomal abnormalities are largely preventable and egg and sperm health can be improved despite your age. So yes, as women, we are born with a certain number of eggs. Um, the That number is determined at birth, right? So if you're born with million, two million eggs, then um, that's what you're left with. You can't add more eggs, I guess, if that makes sense. But you can improve the health of those eggs. And my friend, all it takes is one egg to get pregnant. So yes, maybe you had a million, maybe you have less as you get older. That's the natural process. That's okay. But all it takes is one. Don't forget that. So I feel like it's time that we start to tell a different story about fertility over 35. It's time to believe in your body and trust that the desire to become a mother at this age was placed on your heart for a reason. It was meant for you. Getting pregnant later in life and going on to have a happy, healthy baby, it's not only possible, but it's more common than you may realize. So if you're looking for support on your journey, I'd love to personally invite you to enroll in my course, Fertile Foundation. This course will teach you the exact steps to take in order to optimize your fertility so that you can conceive with ease and get pregnant naturally. Inside, you're going to discover my signature fertility chief framework that holistically addresses fertility from a mind, body, and soul approach. It's everything that I've learned and everything that I wish I had all in one place when I was trying to get pregnant. And to celebrate my birthday and to further spread this message, throughout the month of February, I'm offering 35% off the course, including payment plan options too. So to learn more, you can click on the link in the show notes and then use code 35ANDFERTILE at checkout. And of course, for the payment plan option, if you'd prefer to use that, you can use code 35ANDFERTILEPP. So just remember that it doesn't matter if you're 30, 35, 40 plus, or if you've been trying for years, getting pregnant naturally is possible for you, but you have to believe it. I believe in you and I can't wait to help you on your path to pregnancy. Take care, my friend. All right, friend, that's it for today. It was great catching up with you though, and I can't wait to do it again next week. Can I just say, I really appreciate you being here, and it means so much that you took time out of your day to listen in. So what'd you think of the episode? Let me know if you enjoyed it by leaving a rating and review. It'll just take a second, and this simple act of generosity helps more women discover the podcast so they can feel supported on their fertility journey as well. Thank you for being so kind and paying it forward. Oh yeah, and by the way, if you're looking to connect with other women who are trying to get pregnant, then I've got just the place for you. Consider this your personal invitation to join the Fertility Friends community. It's a safe and supportive space to connect that's off of social media, and it's totally free. 
head on over to blossomingfertility.com slash friends to join. I can't wait to welcome you inside. Take care, my friend.